Hello friends, how are you doing? I'm so excited about 2021 and making things happen this year. And I hope you are too. So if you are an ambitious person, you know you want more out of life. You know God designed you for more and you're ready to step up. You're tired of average. I want to work with you. I want to invite you to join my Circle of Greatness program. There I'll coach you on knowing God more, knowing your purpose, and then using all that to create an impact and a life of wealth that you will be fulfilled with. It's an amazing program. I give you my best. I give you my experience because God took me from not knowing what I wanted to do with my life to knowing what I'm about and being able to create wealth and impact using that. So if that sounds like you and you're excited to make things happen this year, then get in touch. There are details in the description. You can also find me on social media, Mavis Zaina Kanjata. DM me. Let's talk. I can't wait to work with you. Hello, and welcome to my Lane Audio Experience. I am Mavis Saina Ganjadza, and I am so excited to have you here. So excited. So here's the thing. I know that you know that God made you for a specific purpose. My hope is that through this podcast and everything that I share here, you'll be encouraged to take charge of your life and be uniquely you. Your purpose is your lane, and all I want to see you do is own your lane. Ready for today's episode? Are you sure? Let's do it. You better spend time sharpening the axe and it will cut the time it takes on cutting the tree. So some other people just want to hit the tree. We're cutting the tree with the blunt axe. It's not working. We need to invest time in sharpening the axe. Hello and welcome to Own Your Lane. This is the best place for ambitious people who are taking charge of their lives, making that income, making that impact, and living fulfilling lives. And today, we're going to talk about what is blocking your success. Yes, let's talk about this at the beginning of this year because we want to be sure that we are running in the right direction. We're getting the results that we desire. And if there is a need for us to pivot, to make changes, to adjust, let's do that before it's too late, okay? 2021 is an amazing year. It's going to be an amazing year. In spite of everything that might be going on around the world, we have the power to make it amazing by controlling what is within our control. We can focus on the things that we can control. We can focus at the things, we can focus on the things beyond our reach, but that will just lead us to stagnation. So I want to propose that let's, Let's make this year as amazing as possible. Let's make it as successful as possible. Let's focus on what's within our plate. And one of the things, or a couple of the things that I'm going to talk about that we can control are the things that are blocking your success. And when we handle these things, I'll give you a few tips that have worked for me. When we handle these tips, then we can make this year an amazing year. All right? Let's get into it. Number one, laziness. Yes, laziness. Laziness is making you not succeed. Well, you might be a person who works hard. You might be a person who's doing the best you can. Or you might be a person who is showing up to work on time and doing everything. But laziness is still an issue. Are you lazy to learn? Are you lazy to change? Are you lazy you don't want to do things you don't want to? I define laziness as being led by your feelings. Are you led by your feelings? Are you like in a certain mood right now because your feelings are good and when the feelings are negative, you're going to withdraw your effort? Are you that kind of person? 
Laziness leads to poverty. That's what the Bible says. And I want to encourage you to identify areas where laziness has crept in. Because when it creeps into one area, it trickles into other areas and it can contaminate the whole thing, can contaminate your whole life. So identify areas where you're like too tired to try. You don't even want to think about trying. Areas where you are just set in your ways. You don't want to learn any differently. That for me is laziness. So I was pretty lazy as a person too. And I can still identify places where I would want to improve. Where I should be energetic. Where I should dominate my feelings. And command what I would do. Not what I feel to command what I do. Make sense? Yeah. So that is number one. Identify it in your life. Call it out. Don't, don't justify it. Don't defend it. Call it out. Just because you go to work on time doesn't mean you're not lazy. What do you do with your free time? That's a good indicator, actually. What do you do with your free time? You just chill on Netflix all the time. Do you feel justified for that? Do you have goals that you're not working on because you have excuses that are backing that up? That is still laziness. So if you're not working on improving yourself, sharpening your axe, you know that saying that says it will. you better spend time sharpening the axe and it will cut the time it takes on cutting the tree? So some other people just want to hit the tree. We're cutting the tree with the blunt axe. It's not working. We need to invest time in sharpening the axe, learning something new, understanding new processes, exposing ourselves to new environments. And most of the times, we're sitting in our own ways. We're thinking, I don't want to learn something new. I, I don't have time for that. I just want to do my job, get my money, and go. You're not sharpening your axe. That's laziness. It will serve you well wherever you are, whatever you're doing right now, to make sure you have no laziness existing in that area. Because laziness repels success, right? So you might not like the job you're in, the business you're doing, the place you're in, or you don't have any job nor business, but if you are lazy there, you're not going to progress. So you need to see what is in your hands, what is available to you, and make the best use of it with your gifts, your abilities, your talents, your networks, whatever it is. Do the best you can with what you've been given. And that, my friend, is how we expel laziness and move forward. Number two, ignorance. Yes, I said it. You can be educated with your PhDs and whatever degrees, but you can still be ignorant. Proof of ignorance. Are you doing the best you can with what you've been given? Are you struggling in any area of your life, like your marriage, your relationships, your friendship? You see, struggle for me is an indicator of ignorance. If you don't know how to do something well, you will struggle in that area. If you don't know how to do well in a certain area, you'll struggle in it. So if you don't know how to lead in your job, you'll struggle. If you don't know how to take care of your home, there'll be a struggle there. Every time you look at a space in your life and you see a struggle, instead of pointing fingers, first of all ask, do I understand this thing? Do I know how to handle this responsibility? Do I know how to run this? I had an issue with that when I got married, I think. I just totally didn't know how to be a wife. I totally didn't know what that entailed. I had my own perceptions that were really, really crooked. And so there was a lot of me undoing my ignorance by learning new things. And learning new things is also a challenge because it is a humbling process. You have to admit your ignorance and be open to sit down and listen to somebody else and replace your ignorance with their knowledge. That is a humbling process. But that's the only way you're going to move forward. So whatever area you're struggling with, is it your job? Are you struggling with your attitude in your job, your attitude in your business, or financially growing your business? Whatever it is, you need knowledge. You need understanding. Even if you know what to do, 
But if you're not seeing results, that means there's still some form of ignorance that needs to be eradicated. So admit ignorance. We are all ignorant in one way or the other. The only difference is those people who succeed acknowledge their ignorance and fix it with new information, with learning, continuous learning. And therefore you progress and defeat these little blocks that come up in the form of you not knowing what to do. These blocks of ignorance. But this one is an easy one to defeat if you're humble enough and really if you're not lazy. This will be easy to defeat because we are living in the information age. There is a multitude of information, podcasts, books, YouTube videos, so much information on the internet where you can learn anything if you're willing to learn. Even invest some money into learning something. Like I'm investing a lot of money right now in marketing, learning digital marketing, social media marketing, because that's something I'm ignorant in and I'd love to use it for my business. I'd love to use it for my growth. Therefore, I need to understand that I need to learn it. I need to understand my ignorance. I might know things, I might be educated, but I don't know social media marketing. I don't know digital marketing as I should. So therefore, I need to invest in somebody who knows it, teaching me, training me, and removing that ignorance. That serves me actually, it helps me meet my goals. So don't be ashamed being ignorant. The ability to learn is a gift. Everybody who wins has been learning. Everybody who wins has been failing. And therefore, for them to overcome that failure, they need to remove ignorance. So be open. Be open to learning. Be open to actually putting yourself on a program. Like for me, I put myself on a program where I'm learning from specific people through their podcasts, through their programs, through their courses. And I will not stop until I see results that my ignorance has been defeated by seeing results of proof that I know these things. Number three, people. Oh my goodness, we are community-oriented people, naturally. And therefore, we care what people say about us, think about us. And therefore, we sometimes value that too much. So much that it takes away from the purpose that God created us for. Imagine that. Okay, God creates you for a purpose. Be a preacher. He has given you everything to succeed as a preacher. And then you meet a random few people in your life, maybe not even random, your family or friends, and they're like, don't be a preacher, be a scientist. And you're like, okay, I'll be a scientist. What a waste, right? When I put it that way, like God has equipped you to do this. You love it. You want to do this. But everybody else thinks you should be a scientist. And so therefore you choose to be a scientist. And that's what we do most of the times. We try to appease the people we love, the people around us. We try to gain their respect by pursuing purposes or journeys or careers or businesses that don't resonate with us. We waste time. We waste experience. We actually waste our lives because we are going to be frustrated in a space we don't want to be in. Okay, so please understand that every person that you meet is working on themselves. They're working on understanding who they are, where they're going. And therefore, their opinion of you shouldn't really matter as much because they are going to filter their opinion of you through their processes. So if the person is broken, their marriage is broken, every relationship they've had is broken, and they're meeting you, and they're giving you an opinion on your marriage, trust that they're going to filter it through their pain. And therefore, if you see that as an objective decision of what your relationship should be like, then you're going to be mistaken. Therefore, put people in the right place. It's great to serve people, to connect with people. It's fun. It gives us a sense of community. It's an amazing experience. And it's been proven that people who have a solid community around them live longer. But keep people in their place. Because if you live for the people's approvals and claps, when they withhold that, it will kill you. And it can kill your purpose. So I love what God told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1 verse 5 to 9. When God called Jeremiah to be a prophet, Jeremiah said he was too young, he couldn't be a prophet. 
God knew that this guy is afraid of people. Don't fear people and their faces. They do not know why God made you. They were not there when God was designing you. When God is putting desires in your heart. When you have got this fear of regret. When you're seeing a vision of what you want to do. They don't understand that. It's your vision. It's your view. It's God's will for you. So don't expect them to clap. But do what you need to do. Love people, but do what God has called you to do. Put people in their place. This is a hard one, I'll say. It's really hard. But sometimes you just want your family to clap. You just want your family to approve, to validate. But sometimes that doesn't come. And most people who succeed never have that. At least not from the start. So I love the story of Joseph in the Bible. He was disapproved, sold by his family. David, he was disapproved. His brothers didn't. His dad, his dad forgot him. When somebody called, said, bring forth your sons, that guy, his dad, forgot him. His brothers looked down on him. That's just how it is. So you see, it's nice to have people and have a community. It feels good. But, you know, the approval of people is not something you should rely on. Put people in their place. God made you. When God was making you, designing you, and seeing you as necessary, most people didn't participate in that process. They didn't. They don't understand God's idea of you, God's plans for you. And that's important for you to embrace. Because just as much as you don't understand other people's place in this world, you can't give a solid opinion, an objective opinion on somebody else because you didn't make them, right? So put people in their own place. When people's approval is what you live for, when they withhold that approval, your dreams will be killed. And that's not worth it. So look at the examples I've given you. Joseph. Look at the example of David, people who were disapproved, but they still became what God taught them they'll become. And I go to Jeremiah 1 verse 5 to around 8, where Jeremiah was being called to be a prophet. He was only 17 years old. And when God called him to be a prophet, he said, I am too young, I can't do that. You know what God said in his response? He said, do not fear people or their faces. God knew that his fear was based on people. When he said, I'm too young, it wasn't because he thought he was too young, because he had heard people or he had seen people's opinions and he thought people are not going to approve of this. So many of us give up what God has called us for on the altar of approval of people. Yet people are dealing with their own baggages and therefore they don't have an objective opinion. Even your parents, as much as they love you, they don't know what God made you for exactly. So the very people who benefit from you becoming the best version of yourself as God designed you for are the people who will disapprove. They're the very people who say, ah, I knew him. He, I knew her. She's a success. I grew up with them. But they were the very people who are laughing or disapproving or voicing their opinions that were hurting you in the past. You do people a favor by you doing your God-given call, by being who God designed you to be. You're doing people a favor because your success is what is going to benefit them. You being average, you shrinking back because of their opinions doesn't help you. Imagine David, who was going to be king, designed by God to be a king, chosen by God to be a king, and his brother was there telling him, God, be a shepherd. What are you doing here? Imagine him saying, maybe I should just be a shepherd. Him being king rescued his family. His family now was royalty because this guy stepped up in spite of this, the disapproval from his parents, disapproval from his brothers. Despite everybody looking down on him thinking, what a little boy, what is it doing here? You know, so step up. Don't fear people. Don't fear their faces. Because God has a plan and a purpose for you. Take action. Put people in their place. They're not God. They didn't make you. They don't know what you carry. You know what you carry. God knows what you carry. Trust God. Dethrone people. Serve people. Love people. Don't worship people. Don't live for their approval. Dethrone people.
Number four, block to your success is fear. Fear shows up in various ways. There's fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of disapproval, fear of regret, so many fears. But you have to understand that fear is just a shadow. Behind the fear, there is the success that it stands for. So fear of failure is really just a shadow of the success that it carries. So there's success behind that fear, and the fear casts a shadow on you. Now, if you stay under a shadow, you are under that shadow. It will dominate you. It will control you. But if you step up into action, you find that the shadow stays and you find the actual success. So fear of rejection, fear of disapproval, fear of failure, whatever fear haunts you, you have to know that with action, as you take action towards it, the fear fades away and you'll find the success. Everybody fails. Everybody has fears. But the difference between those people who succeed and those people who don't succeed is that those who succeed step up to their fears. Knowledge helps a lot with this because sometimes what you don't know can scare you. Sometimes what you don't understand can scare you. You might think, I'm going to die. Well, in actual sense, the least that could happen is breaking a finger or breaking a toenail. So when you understand something, getting more information helps. And that's why I think one of the blocks I said was laziness or even ignorance because these block your ability to consume information that can then dismantle your fear or make your fear smaller. Another thing that I have also learned and have stuck to was that fear comes by hearing just as much as faith comes by hearing. So the people who succeed have faith in their ability to make things happen. They have faith in the processes they are trusting in to work. Why do they have that much faith? Because of what they hear, they listen to, they subject themselves to. Really, I have put myself under that kind of experiment where I watch what I hear, what I see. It's so amazing the impact it has on me, even in a pandemic there is still opportunity to be op optimistic. There's still opportunity to win, opportunity to succeed. There is so much opportunity. How come very few people see that opportunity? Because when you are just focused on the negative, you're feeding your fear and your fear will cast a shadow on you and therefore under the shadow you will not see any hope. Therefore you are the one who can curate and orchestrate what you bear. Are you going to operate in fear? Are you operating in faith? Are you going to bear fruits of fear or fruit of faith? You are the one in charge. If you control what you hear, what you see, what you expose yourself to, where you hang out, you'll be able to control what you bear. Fear or faith. So faith comes by hearing. Fear comes by hearing. Hearing is your responsibility. You have the ears. It's your data on your phone. You are in charge of that process. What are you going to do with it? Manage it well because it will determine whether you will win and succeed or not. And I hope you're determined to succeed. All right, those are my top four blocks to success. I'm sure there are more. Please write me. There's information about me in the description box. You can get me on Instagram, Facebook, email me. Tell me what you think about these topics, these four blocks, other blocks that I may have left out that you think are really impactful. Let's share and grow together. Also, I have a new video every Tuesday, so stick around and let's continue to up-level in our lives. And also, before I forget, if you're an ambitious person who is keen on making sure that you succeed in 2021, you're tired of being average, you want to up-level, you want to take charge of your life, you want to use your potential, your gifts to make an impact and to create wealth, then I want to work with you in my coaching program. It's called Circle of Greatness. I'm going to help you know God more. As you know God more, you understand your identity and you understand the power you carry and know your purpose and when you know your purpose then you have a domain where you can operate with impact and also you can create wealth that is where i want to help you with moving from where you are to the greatness that you carry 
So if that's something that is of interest to you, please get the info in the description box and let's get to work. I can't wait to connect you on that front. Also, like, share, subscribe, connect with others, invite others to come into this community so that we can continue to grow together. I'll see you next week on Tuesday. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for joining me here on my Lane Audio Experience. Be sure to subscribe and share. And I can't wait to hang out again soon. All right? Okay. Bye-bye.